Yes, Africa stretch for tyrants and give thanks for the deliverance of a man who stands firm in his own countenance. Oh, I descended upon the mountain of Zion. I saw is the lion. The world shall know. So great is him, I know how great is the king of all kings, yes. So great is him, I know how great is the king of all kings, yes. Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews. As always, I'm broadcasting this on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation from the city of Melbourne in Australia, or Nam, if you prefer. For this episode, I'm going back to 2015 for an interview recorded on the first PBS Reggae Lovers Tour of Jamaica. This was the first of two trips to Jamaica that I made with a group of my radio listeners. Both were amazing and fun trips. It's something I plan to do again in the future, but the logistics of work and family are proving a little challenging at the moment. But this is an interview with Iba Ma that I organised pretty much as soon as we got to Kingston on this trip. I think I pretty much checked into the hotel, put down my bags, and then I was out the door to meet Iba Ma, taking whoever from the group wanted to come. This one got off to an interesting start, as we met Iba Ma as arranged, but his number one priority was watching Jamaica play football, or soccer, whatever you want to call it. Jamaica was playing the USA in the semi-finals of the Gold Cup, and although I'd never heard of the Gold Cup personally, it was a big deal over there. We went with him to watch it at a bar. I feel like it might have been Chris Gale's Triple Century Sports Bar, but my memory is a little foggy. The atmosphere was definitely crazy in there, though. Jamaica won, and it was good vibes all around, and Ibermar was in good spirits for the interview afterwards. I think we did it back at the hotel. Again, my memory's a little hazy. I do remember afterwards travelling with him to Rooftop Studio on Red Hills Road to voice some dub plates, which was a killer session. And then he came with our group afterwards to the Wednesday night Root Sound System session dubwise. Ibermar was definitely good company. Overall, he came across as a humble and happy guy and an authentic spirit. On that note, here is the interview, presented as always completely unedited. Jesse I interviews Ibermar in Kingston, July 2015. Yes, I listen to sing is the verse. Such a wicked could have never dropped no curse. You got to be real. To start out the CD, seven more, right? Seven. Well, we have we have like fifteen all up. Okay, so fifteen. But I don't know who if everybody is coming out tonight. Okay. Okay, so right now I'm here in Kingston, Jamaica, with Iba Ma. Iba Ma, thanks for joining us here on PBS. You man, give thanks. It's a giant, Jesse. One love. So I always like to start my interviews with a bit of background on an artist. If you can tell us a little bit about what life was like for you growing up and uh, your first experiences in reggae music. I basically grew up in a small community called Cheesefield, um, just outside of the town of Linstead, in the parish of St. Catherine. You know, grew up for most part with my grandmother, you know, my grandfather, and you know, my mother was there in the early stage too, you know, and my father too. You know, until my mother separate with my father and then, you know, she lived further into the town. And then, you know, I really, you know, stick to Cheesefield same way, you know. Um, went to Time and Patience Primary, you know, Cheesefield Basic School and, you know, then started high school, which is Charlie Mount High School. It's the same high school that Asafa Paul went to. Um, you know, we were actually going to school at the same time. 
um, <coughs> and then you know we started Dintel Technical and 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 we do a tertiary studies in a UTech for computing and information technology. You know, um, you know my my musical journey is kind of different. You know, from some artists. You know, a lot of artists started out. You know, spending a whole heap of time at the studio and. Um, some artists grew up in a church, you know, playing instruments, singing, and you know, even going to music schools. You know, you know, it was kind of different for me. You know, I basically started out, you know, writing songs, and at the time, it was about <coughs> the intention was basically to write songs, you know, and find specific artists who, you know, we could have basically connect with, you know, with the words, you know, the song, and you know, try to get them to even perform, mm -hmm. you know, you know, these lyrics, you know, but, you know, as, as, as we work and work and, you know, it, you know, time go by, you know, every time we create, you know, some kind of lyrics, you know, then we create a certain kind of melody and, you know, friends always ask me, why you don't perform these songs? And, you know, then and there, you know, we started, you know, trying to sing, you know, and, you know, try to, to really create that art and that, you know, you know, try to perfect that sound, you know, so, you know, whenever we would have gone into a studio, you know, it would have sound, you know, a certain kind of way, you know. <coughs> um, met Max Romeo, and Max Romeo basically gave me my seal of approval, you know, he was the, he was the first producer to really, you know, recorded me, and, you know, it was the first song for me to be released, you know, and the Chase the Devil Rhythm, and it's a popular rhythm that, you know, a whole heap of people know, you know, so, you know, then and there I was getting attentions from Europe and, you know, other parts of the world once that song was released. What's the name of that song? Had It and Lost It. Can you sing a little quick part of it? If you add it and you lose it. I who you gonna blame zone I life is more than wealth and fame oh, oh. <laughs> So what year was that? This was around 2008 you know sometime you know just you know just started university you know and going on to second year and thing you know we basically my seal of approval you know for move forward into the music you know it was like a resume for me personally because you know, after recording with, with Max Romeo, you know, Fatis was the next person, you know, to really, mm -hmm. you know, enhance my career, enhance my music, you know, the art, you know, and, you know, to perfect it, you know, and just, you know, give me a, give me a heads up, you know, on how to record, you know, the type of songs to sing and, you know, how important it is to present yourself like this. And, you know, it, it was a joy, you know, and, you know, we give thanks to the early stage and the early development of my music. All right, so tell us about the importance of Rastafari to your music. You, have you been Rasta from birth? Well, you know, like my inspiration comes through Rastafari and Marcus Giavi and, you know, the teachings of Isla Selassie the same way. Um, to say I was a Rasta from birth, would that be real? But, you know, the whole manifestation of the, the movement, you know, and the symbolization of everything that, you know, manifested through Rastafari, you know, comes about, you know, sometime in a 2008, same way, you know, like, you know, we started university and we start read and, you know, we start meditate life on a different level and, you know, we see things from different angles, you know, and, you know, for me, you know, we used to have a whole heap of in Uarasta and, you know, it was about, it was, it was about eating healthy, you know, at first, you know, so I find myself at the, the, the idol shop, you know, where, you know, I would eat, 
you know, idle stew and, you know, vegetable food and, mm-hmm. you know, try to cut off of the meat, you know, and try to keep the temple clean. So, you know, for most people, it starts a different kind of way. It starts food for me, you know, because the first thing I started to do was to clean my temple, you know, so, you know, that is how it started for me. Tell us about Mama Rosie. Yeah, man, very, very charming lady, you know, and, you know, and, you know, it's very quite interesting. She's very, you know, strong, um, strong Christian-minded lady, and, you know, she, she's, she's, she's classified as a powerful woman, you know, to many, you know, to me, you know, she's, she's more than a mother, you know, she's, uh, she's a teacher, you know, she's, uh, She's a prophet too, you know, and some things, you know, for me, you know, in my music career, you know, are things that she have, she she saw like many years ago, you know, and, you know, we give thanks, you know, like, you know, for people, you know, like on a whole who can have a mother, you know, or even a, a family structure, you know, like a father too, you know, who never neglect them and, you know, stick with the family and stick with the importance of having a family. And, <coughs> you know, that is where Mama Rosie do. You know, for me, so for me, come perform and sing a song like Mama Rosie, it would have been easy because every single, every single line, every single, every single line in that song was like a real life story. It was a story like from from the top to the very last drop. You know, is real is is a real story. I'm trying to think back to the the first Iba Ma song that I can remember. To be honest, off the top of my head, I don't recall if it was Let Ja Lead the Way or something earlier. What was the first uh, song for you that really made an impact in Jamaica, really made people start to know about Iba Ma? I I, I think, you know, Born Free is one of those songs, you know, that we recorded and, you know, we get some amount of love in Jamaica for Born Free. But, you know, when you talk about songs, you know, you know, like hitting the chart, you know, and songs, you know, rotating on the radio, then it would be Will I Wait in Vain. Um, that was a song that was produced in the early stage by, you know, Bon Roland Production, Jermaine and Roland. You know, they were like, you know, the two producers and, you know, they're basically manage, managing my career now. And, <coughs> you know, it was them, you know, who, who really cited, you know, like, the importance of spending time, you know, with this little youth and, you know, grooming this little youth and, you know, investing not just money, you know, but, but you know, a whole heap of other things, you know, time, you know, and patience, you know, so as, you know, to make it Ibama this day, you know, so, you know, I would have said, Will I Wait is a song, and then we had songs like Burning and, mm-hmm. you know, Let You Lead the Way, Thanks to Notice Records, and, you know, Greatism was a nice song mm-hmm. also, you know, by Winter James, you know, on the on the roots man really man. You know, it it, 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 it goes on, you know. Sorry, I just forgot my next question. I was thinking. I had a next question, I forgot I'll edit this out after. Well um Well basically, you know, from you know, from that kind of development and that kind of upbringing, you know, we, we would have find songs, you know, you know, like like love you girl now, you know, and you know, um <coughs> you know, find songs like Love You Girl and, you know, um Diamond Sucks definitely mm-hmm. and you know Talk If They Want, which is a definitely a new song that was produced by Damon Junagang Marley. You know, a whole heap of people love that too. And you know, we have songs, you know, on on the album because we have an album coming now that would be produced by VP Records. Um would be distributed by VP Records mm-hmm. and produced by Barn Rolling. Um, production and <coughs> you 
it features you know artists like Capleton and you know it would have featured Janine also and Jamali mm -hmm. and Jamali is one of the artists who you know a whole heap of people long for here mm. so it's a nice album you know Taurus Riley's on the album also and you know it's a journey you know from them time till this time you know where we reach a stage where we can release a debut album I recently released a, a, a EP that was called Greatism and you know we get a whole heap of respect for that so you know we're on the album now I wanted to ask about Diamond Socks because um, every year on the program I rate the biggest dancehall songs of the year. Last year I had to put Diamond Socks number one on the dancehall, even though a lot of people in Jamaica wouldn't regard that as dancehall like cartel and that kind of music. For me, I still put it as number one because it has a, the old school dancehall feel and the lyrics talking about the old days of dancehall. Tell us about the song. Well, you know, if if you recognize it as a number one song in your part of the world, then, you know, you wouldn't be wrong, you know, because even here in Jamaica, the song was recognized as a number one song in Jamaica. So, you know, that that is a good start for we, you know, um, you know, a whole heap of artists, a whole heap of artists really like, you know, work, you know, for, you know, to be recognized, you know, for the, for the work with them do, you know, and, you know, Diamond Sucks is one of those songs that, you know, you just get rave reviews. And I think it's not just because it's a dancehall song, and it's not just because it's Ibermark, but it has some amount of originality to it, but it reminds you of the old times. Put me in a cha-cha army And I never lose my way no In a me diamond socks and me wallaby clocks And I brush root and me mesh marina I red green and gold me in Fool, I win me to another senior In a me diamond socks and me wallaby clocks And I brush root and me mesh marina I tell you say me in ya wiggy yeah You know and then you know the topic you know the message in the song is really is really bringing people you know back to the time of when you know you know people used to wear you know diamond socks and clocks and mesh marina and you know arrow shirt and you know that was the dress code that was the that was a part that was like a strong part of our culture you know in terms of dressing so you know people who don't know they know now <laughs> you know so you know we bring people to the interesting part of life. Sometimes the stories that we write are stories that we observe and say in in our own circle, and you know we talk about things where people know about already, you know. And then you know when we talk about things that people know about already, then it is easy for them to connect, sing along, you know, and you know to even you know prolong you know with you know the message and the importance of what we are saying. There's been a lot of talk lately in reggae about the reggae revival. Artists like Kabaka Pyramid, Chronics, Ibermar, same way. Yeah. But reggae music has never really died out. So this, uh, this idea of the reggae revival, what do you make of that? I, th I, I, came in mu I came into music before, you know, even the mention of, you know, reggae revival. And I was singing, I was chanting, and at the time, it's only a couple of young artists was recording at the time. You know, I was basically, like, 
not necessarily recording, but it's only a couple of artists like was like reggae artists, like young reggae artists was, you know, really playing on the radio at the time. You know, Will I Wait was one of them only songs, you know, that was really playing on the radio. And um, <coughs> reggae revival to me is like, you know, regardless of the concept and regardless of the name that would attach or connect, you know, to it, you know, I really say in this time a whole heap of youth, you know, who really take the time out, you know, for look within themselves, you know, side consciousness and, you know, think positive and, you know, come out with, you know, conscious lyrics, you know, and positive music and, you know, reggae needed that for a while, really, you know, because, you know, the place was rampant with dancehall, but not just dancehall, but, you know, elusive dancehall, you know, slack, you know, and, you know, and rude music. And it's a part of our culture too, you know, but, there's always a time and place for everything. And then if you have the road and the slack music, you know, this being bombarded, you know, and the radio is being bombarded with, with that kind of music, then reggae is the music that should come and balance it. So when you find like 10 or, you know, 12 or, you know, it's like a whole heap of youths you now who find that sort of consciousness and they put it into music. And that is what I like, you know, that is what I appreciate about the music now that it's not only Ibamar, it's not only Chronics, it's not only Kabaka, you know, it's not only Janine either, it's not only Protege, who find time, you know, to to make this, you know, conscious music, you know, it's a whole heap more, you know. We have we have a whole heap more bands too, you know, mm -hmm. like we have Raging Fire and, you know, Pentatush, you know, just to name a few, you know, Dub Tonic, you know, who really making music, you know, and that is what we like, you know, and so I don't even get too deep with, you know, reggae revival, you know, or what, you know, it associates itself with. All right. In closing, is there any message you'd like to pass on to the listeners back in Australia? Well, you know, we look, you know, forward to the time when, you know, the music, you know, can really spread, you know, to, you know, all corners of Australia and, you know, and, you know, reggae artists like, you know, myself can you know, come and, you know, share the vibes, you know, because outside of just singing, you know, we have so much vibe on stage, you know, and so much ways to connect with our audience that, you know, we need Australia to get, you know, some of that, you know, and, you know, we toured the world, you know, we performed in Europe, you know, Germany and, you know, Holland and France and all these places, you know, we perform in US, you know, and California, New York, and, you know, so many different places and, you know, a couple of times in the Caribbean and, what we want to do is really spread the music, not just my music, but reggae music and our, you know, we want to spread it across the world and, you know, send a message of, you know, consciousness and, you know, positive vibration. All right, Ibermar, give thanks. You want to give thanks, Jesse, is a pleasure, you know, give thanks, one love, as last is the first, Australia, we're coming. <laughs> Babylon, them never tell the truth, so you hear that great song, yeah, yes. Yes, Africa was built on our freedom and our civilization. Well, then, yes, general, general, all right, they help me. Yes, man, a general, yes, man, a general. Yes, Marcus, yeah, be a general, I'm in general, yes, I'm in general. Yes, Martin, my plan, I give my general, I'm in general, yes, I'm in general. Manuel the seven is so spiritual. I'm in general. Yes, I'm in general. And I listen, I say I feel my heart.
Ibermar speaking to me there back in July 2015. That's it for this episode. Shout out to the patrons, Armageddon Time, Empress Irie, Tom Tanaki, and DJ Pablito. More love, more life. And thanks for listening. Eyes is every time. Yes, Africa, 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 we are all Stretch for to rear ends, yes, no All right, we are, yes, we are so grand Yes, I know, oh, oh, I great is the chant down sound, yes, no We are, yes, we are so grand Yes, I know, oh, 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 I great is the chant down sound, yeah, yeah, yes, no I tell the now, give her up life, black for eyes. I write green and go out, shout down the stand, go out. White marker sign, prophecies them still are unfold. I'll write in, never you again for the times now. Can't wait till no judgment come. Tomorrow never for her word. No, 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 Yes, in my father's house, so many men shot And if it wasn't so, shot down sound to say it's over I just got to let you know I tap for a yes, the king of all kings Who lives in reggae I rise for shall you know the live and reggae So great, it's shot down soon Great like the king of all kings, yes. I guess our flames and fire, we are flames. So great, it's shot down soon. I great, I great, yeah, I know, no, 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 I powder your face and left your head back I very soon you will know how it feels When shut down sound of you on the part look I step away now with his blind sang I sound why you're in a clash day I this is reggae girl and I'm not fun to Remember shut down sound is playing your hand I step away now with his blind sang I sound why you're in a clash day I this is reggae girl and I'm not fun to Remember Lucifer, I right in I tell the set the door where we a play and take some sound while life away You know see said that the devil got them life lock away I bet you listen chant down sound and rock away I book 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 like where Rodney Price did say Them this we a Portland get cards and not save Me hear say some sound why molesting and okay I mama she a ball, poopa him a pray that somehow we not kill them anyway I tell you step away now, but just blind you say and Sound why you in a clash thing I yes and chant down Alright, I guess I just see run to her out. Alright, well, I hear your eyes now, no, no.